listening to For Your Joy, a podcast provided by New King Church, where we seek to restore your faith in a world of discouragement. If you want to find out more about New King or learn how you can get connected with our network of like-minded churches in Burlington, Vermont, and surrounding areas, check us out at newkingchurch.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to For Your Joy, a podcast presented by New King Church in South Burlington, Vermont, and uh, we are um, have a very specific goal in mind, and that is to restore your joy, nope, restore your faith, thank you Ben, yep, <laughs> in a world of discouragement, uh-huh. um, and we are just really grateful to be able to bring uh, these thoughts that the Lord has has given us um, as pastors of of New King and and uh, just present them and, and hope that they are helpful to you as you listen as you uh, consider these things and uh, we definitely hope that uh, the the reflection on Good Friday was good for your soul and helped you um, just rejoice all the more on Easter Sunday as we remembered um, just the incredible accomplishment of salvation that Christ gained for us on the cross. Uh, but today we are, we are turning in a different direction, kind of a next uh, topic. It's hard to say uh, how many episodes this will last. Yeah, I, I would, Yeah, I would say at least two. Um, I would guess, I'm going to guess four. Okay, yeah. And what do we do if it, if it lands right in the middle? Neither one of us wins. Yeah, and then we get three. Well, I guess I would win because, you know, Price is Right rules mm. can't go over. Mm. So, yeah. I'm excited I about it. change my guess to three. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So we'll see how many episodes this is. <laughs> um, but the topic that we will be covering um, is intentional leadership. Uh, we see a lot of different avenues that this can take, specifically with how um, we can be intentional in our leadership to create a culture, wherever we are, that is biblical, that is helpful, that builds up everyone under us. Um, and so we believe pretty strongly that each person has been given at least a measure of leadership. Even just, you know, you were preaching a couple of days ago on the parable of the talents and the least was one, but that person still got one, right? Mm-hmm. Was given some measure of, of something tangible to to hold and to work with for the kingdom. And so um, we see leadership as a very widespread opportunity for everyone. And obviously for us, you know, that may land specifically in the sphere of pastoring new king, um, but also it goes broader than that, you know, leading our homes. And if we have, you know, we each have small groups, community groups that we see um, opportunities for leadership, but, but wherever that lands for anyone listening, um, we want to, to take some time and really dig into this idea of what it looks like to create a culture and an atmosphere, um, where the people that you are leading are, are moved toward, uh, a biblical atmosphere, mm-hmm. one that builds up and encourages, right? Because that's the mm-hmm. that's the theme of this podcast. We want uh, to help everyone get to a place where they can restore other people's faith. 
mm-hmm. in where where they are being discouraged. Um, and so, uh, for this first episode, we're just kind of maybe going to define these ideas, um, not really get maybe into too many specifics. Um, but I, I do typically leave it to to Ben as the master and the and the, the great thinker. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you, Ben, and uh, see what we have in store. Well, I think one thing that we want to probably say right off the bat is that every person should think of themselves as a leader if they don't right now think mm-hmm. of themselves as a leader because leadership is, um, some define leadership as influence, right? Which is mm-hmm. a pretty good way of thinking about it. Um, you, you, no matter who you are, you are influencing people when you're around them. So mm-hmm. in your workplace, in your home, around your friends, around other people in the church, you are, you're having an impact on people. Um, and so if you're doing that, but not thinking of yourself as a leader, you're not being very intentional mm-hmm. about the impact that you're having. And so I think the first thing that we would want to say to folks is you need to view yourself as a leader. You may not have, there is a, apparently a gift of leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. According to the, to the Bible, you may not have like a gift of leadership, but that doesn't um, exempt you from working on your leadership, right? Just like I may not have the gift of mercy, but it doesn't mm. exempt me from yeah. exercising mercy yeah. and or growing in that or right. evangelism or any of the other gifts. Yeah. Just because I don't have the gift doesn't mean I don't ever use it or that I'm not intentional about yeah. growing it. So, so leadership and evangelism, it, it's not just for pastors. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Ah, yeah. Okay. Um, and so when we think about leadership for this podcast, I want us to think specifically about spiritual leadership. And I love uh, Henry and Richard Blackaby wrote a book called Spiritual Leadership. Their definition of spiritual leadership is moving people on to God's agenda. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. It's super simple and very it's a packed, uh, yeah. statement definition, but, but that's even better than just influence. I mean, this is what we want. Yeah. We want whoever God's placed in our lives. We want to move them on to God's agenda for them. What, you know, so if I've got a coworker who is not a believer, then God's agenda for them would be that they hear the gospel and believe it. So that's like, that's yeah. the first step, you know. Mm-hmm. If I've got a friend who's a believer and they're a new believer, then I want to I want to just help move them onto what God has next for them. What what is that going to look like for mm-hmm. that person? Um and that's 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 what leadership is or spiritual leadership is and and that's what we're talking about is moving people. So so when we talk about moving people, we're talking about progress. Um, we're talking about some change happening, you know, a a lot of, a lot of times, um, we want to, we want to, I guess, look at all the stuff we're doing and doing for the Lord, just busy work for the Lord kind of, and, Mm -hmm. and think we're really, we're really getting a lot done for God. But what God really is concerned about is souls. He's concerned about people. Mm. And so at the end of the day, the question for us is, but are we moving people on? Are, is there change 
in people's lives because they know me. Yeah. Right? Like, is there, is there growth? Is there, is there growth in holiness and righteousness and repentance? Is there, um, is there growth in the knowledge of the truth? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think pastors are bad about this. A lot of pastors, they, they will get really busy with a lot of busy work. Yeah. But, but, but the question is, what are they doing that's moving people that's, mm-hmm. that's where there's change taking place in people's lives because of the work that they're doing? Yeah. Or something else that I'm, I'm thinking about is we get maybe kind of tunnel vision or like, like a one track mind of how to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so take a pastor, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, they, they might say, okay, my avenue to do that is preaching. Mm-hmm. And so they pour everything into preaching and like, there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with preaching well and making sure that your sermons are helpful, mm-hmm. but that's, you know, a couple hours a week right. that you're actually doing that. And mm-hmm. so then, you know, you can take that to, um, anyone else within the church or within the, the kingdom, you know, they, they might think, okay, my one avenue for this is, um, discipling my children. Mm-hmm. And that is not a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's very important. And, and they should be thinking intentionally about moving their children onto God's agenda and helping them understand all that he has commanded and, and mm-hmm. all those things. But then if they, but there may be times when they neglect their coworkers, mm-hmm. right? And so, Right. I don't know. That was one of the first things that was standing out to me. And all, I have like a billion questions already just from, <laughs> yeah. from, so I'm trying to think, um, I don't know how quickly you want to move on just from this initial idea, but let me, let me just ask one or two. Um, I guess, okay. So you say that we are all leaders mm-hmm. and if anyone out there is, does not see themselves as a leader, then they should. Um, what, I guess what are some, and you may be getting into this later, but what are some things that are, that might be detrimental if we don't see ourselves as leaders, right? There's probably a lot of good Mm -hmm. involved with seeing yourself as a leader, like the idea that, oh, I have a part to play in moving Mm -hmm. people onto God's agenda. But what are some things that might, that like some, I don't know, just some negative things that might start falling through the cracks if we don't have this mindset? Well, I think we will miss opportunities. If we, if we don't see ourselves as a leader, then there are going to be people that God has put in our lives. They might even be our boss, right? So mm. here's the thing about this. If you see yourself as a leader, it, what that means is that every person is an opportunity to, to see fruit for God's kingdom. Yeah. So they don't have to be somebody that you are technically in authority over. That's not what leadership is in the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. right? In the kingdom, the kingdom is upside down. The servant is the greatest among us. It's the one scrubbing the floors and cleaning the toilets that's the greatest among mm-hmm. us in the kingdom. So you, so leadership, you got to kind of get the uh, the worldly perspective of leadership out of your head. Yeah. And when you do, you, you can begin to see the, every single person as opportunity. It might be your boss. It might be a coworker. It might be a friend. It might be a grandparent. It might be a parent. It might be, it, it could be anybody mm-hmm. that God has put in your life. So the first thing I would say is if you don't see yourself as a leader, you're going to miss opportunities. Yeah. 
So when you begin to see yourself as an, as a leader, you begin to see, Oh, wow. There's real opportunity around me mm-hmm. to be productive for the kingdom by helping to move people on to God's agenda. And then secondly, I think you're just not going to be able to grow as a leader if you don't recognize that you mm-hmm. are one. Yeah. It takes intentionality to grow, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Holy Spirit can do work on us and grow us and mature us even when we're not being intentional. Yeah. Praise God. Mm-hmm. But when we are intentional, we are we choose to partner with what the Holy Spirit wants to do. Yeah. And it streamlines things. Mm-hmm. And so when I see that I'm a leader and I want to grow as a leader, um, then I begin to think about and um, I begin to reflect on how do I lead? How do I influence people? What intangible things am I bringing to the table when I'm with other people that influences them? Yeah. Right? Mm. Man, I love how much the passage that we just heard on Sunday is Mm -hmm. (laughs) relating to this. I don't even think Mm -hmm. we did this on purpose. No. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, yeah, the opportunity to grow and there, there is a just an immediate implication of that is that the Lord will give you more to yeah. lead, yeah. right? He says, you've been faithful with little, I will set you over much, right? right? And so when we're faithful and intentionally grow as a leader in the opportunities we have been given, there's more opportunity down the road to influence more people. And mm-hmm. um, man, that's really cool. So I feel like we're starting to, uh, I, at least personally, the first place my mind is going is evangelism. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's wrong, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I think there's more to leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a big place you want to go is this idea of culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so talk about kind of culture, culture, culture creation, it's hard to say, mm-hmm. uh, as it relates to our, I don't know, topic of leadership. Yeah, so... When you think about um, any place, like a workplace or a church or a home, in, any place where where people uh, gather and relate to one another, um, there is, without you realizing it, there is a culture there. Mm. Um, there, a way that people think when they're together, a way that people relate to each other, um, a feel of the place. And oftentimes this is, this is made up of intangibles, things that you can't even put your finger on, Mm. but that are very important nonetheless. And so when we talk about a culture, um, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about an atmosphere that um, that a feel to a place that ends up impacting every single person that's there, that's mm-hmm. a part of it, yeah. that comes into it, every single person. And that, that culture is created by people. Mm. It's created by leadership. Yeah. Whether that leadership was intentional about it or not. Mm. And, and that's the key is that I find that a lot of times, and I, I, you know, my circle is churches, so I deal with churches, so I think more about that than I think about businesses, but 
I'm sure this is, I know this to be true. I've worked regular jobs and regular businesses as well. There is a culture the same in every business and in every home and every family. There is a culture that trickles down from leaders. And what I find in my interactions with other churches and other pastors is that many times it is this, this intangible thing, this, um, this culture, this atmosphere that leaders are not very privy to. They're not mm-hmm. very aware of. They're, they're, you know, the Bible says to pastors, keep a watch. Paul says this to Timothy. He says it also to the Ephesian elders in Acts 20. Keep a, a close watch on yourselves. Yeah. Watch out. Watch yourselves and mm-hmm. also the flock. Yeah. And I think a lot of pastors um, are watching the flock and they're watching their teaching. He says, keep a close watch on yourself and your teaching. And I think that's the, the reference in Timothy, First Timothy. So they're watching their flock. They're watching their teaching. But they're not necessarily very aware of the culture that they're creating mm-hmm. that, is the, that is the overflow of their leadership, the kind of leader that they are, the style of leadership that they have. And, yeah. and Man, this gets hard to pinpoint. It gets yeah. hard to put your finger on mm-hmm. because so much of it has to do with how you how you interact with another person. Mm-hmm. Some of it has to do with um, how you react to circumstances. Some of it has to do with your personality is is a big player in this. Yeah, um, and no nobody's doing this perfect, and it's not easy. So it does require a ton of intentionality. Yeah. Yeah. It really reminds me of the discussion we were having on habits Mm. and how we are just people who are made up of habits. Like (laughs) everything we do is just uh, another habit that we exhibit. And because of our um, just flesh, because of our tendency towards sin, Mm -hmm. we can assume that any... um, unmonitored habit is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know that's like a really broad brush, but I, yeah, I mean, we talked about it in, in, in terms of encouragement and discouragement. Um, it makes a lot of sense because we just naturally trend towards, um, the, what the flesh would desire and those habits are going to kind of revolve around that. And so it makes me think of that because similarly in terms of leadership, any, any leadership qualities that you are, giving off any, any, I guess, any habits of your leadership, um, if they are unexamined, then they are probably creating a culture that is not biblical. Mm-hmm. That is, um, whether, I mean, the first one that I can think of is uh, just a tendency towards negativity, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's so easy as a leader to, um, just let, negativity kind of be your air Mm -hmm. and then people feel that. And then the people who are under you or around you are not encouraged. Right. I mean, this (laughs) basically just go back to the last thing we were talking about, you know, discouragement and, and people feel that. And if we're not examining how we're kind of giving that off, putting off that culture, um, then we're just going to keep doing it. Yeah, man. Such a, that's such a great example that, almost anybody can think of where they've, they've seen that. Yeah. Right. And so that's such a, that's such a good example. So you could be 
a pastor or a mom or a dad or or a coworker and like doctrinally on paper you're checking all the check check boxes right of yeah. like of like good doctrine mm-hmm. and if anyone asks like you can defend your faith <laughs> yes right. right but the reality of living with you is you see the glass half empty every time yeah and and that's the way the world would talk about it but the way that the bible would talk about it is you see all the things that god isn't doing rather than the things that he has done that you have that you can be grateful for yeah and so you end up producing a culture of negativity or a culture of grumbling this is what plagued the israelites as they spent their 40 years in the wilderness yeah yeah so so i, I don't know i'm starting to kind of get this vision of of how a person in whatever leadership uh, position they find themselves needs to first almost create a, a personal culture. Yeah. Right. A, a personal style of leadership, like leading yourself, you know, yes. like uh, taking your thoughts captive and, mm-hmm. um, you know, examining the way that you are uh, thinking about things and what you're setting your mind on. Right. Um, and so from there, I, and I think that's why, I don't know, this, this goes all the way back to the, the thing you said about, um, you could even be a leader to your boss. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that picture is like sticking in my head. And it's like, yeah, that's so different from the idea of leadership in the real world. Mm-hmm. But if you are creating a personal culture and that is a way that you lead in terms of by example, mm-hmm. then whatever situation you step into, you should just have that air of your culture of, biblical qualities, whether that's mm-hmm. joy, mm-hmm. right? Or peace or yes. gratitude to the Lord. And people should yes. feel that immediately. You right. know, it's almost just like radiation of that kind of leadership and culture from yourself that people can latch onto and feel immediately. Is that kind of, I don't know. Is yeah. That, is that helpful? So helpful. And so I think for the, for the listeners, um, where we probably need to go next is, okay, so what needs to happen first is some good, honest self-assessment. Mm-hmm. Some good, honest self-assessment of like, okay, how is my leadership right now? Let's go yeah. ahead. You got, I got to know where it is now before I can know how to see that improve. Yeah. So a little, little honest self-assessment. If you have, um, if you have some people under you or people that you're responsible for, if you lead in your home or you lead in a church or you lead in a workplace or whatever, wherever you're exercising your leadership, ask yourself some really honest questions about what is the culture that I'm creating? How are people being affected by me? Are they, are they being helped? Are they being moved on to God's agenda? If you're a pastor, look around at your church and say, I don't know if any pastors listen to this, but <laughs> but if, but look around at your church and say, okay, I have created the culture that's here. What is the culture here? And where are their major flaws? And be real honest and, and don't blame it on anybody else because it trickles down from, from leadership. So yeah. um, I think that would be a good place to start is a good, honest self-evaluation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, just looking at the at the time right now, maybe we can break for this 
first episode, but something else that um, just came to my mind towards the beginning is if we are to move people onto God's agenda, mm-hmm. we have to know God's agenda. That's right. Right. And so, I, I don't know, the first place my mind went was discerning God's will, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that that's such a, like a weird question to ask. And that's like the million dollar question. Like, what is God's will for my life? You know, people mm-hmm. ask that all the time when they're, when they don't know what to do next. And, um, but there are s- plenty of places in scripture where if you are a believer, it's very clear. Mm-hmm. Like one that immediately comes to mind is sanctification. Mm-hmm. This is God's yeah. will for your life, your sanctification. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, right. And, and so, when we begin to understand and recognize that, like what God's agenda might be, not only for yourself, but for anyone you see around you and listening to the spirit, how he would direct what God's agenda might be for this person that you're interacting with consistently, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then we can start to partner, like you said, with the spirit in leadership to bring people to that point. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's such a, I don't know, as we, as we are beginning to define this, that seems like a really crucial step that has to be present. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Um, because I, and I love that about the way that Henry and Richard Blackaby talk about spiritual leadership. That's why they define it as spiritual leadership. Yeah. It is a Holy spirit led leadership. Mm-hmm. It, it is like you said, you have to be listening to the Holy spirit. Um, because he may give he may give you insight into where a person needs to go next that that is just purely from him that's how the gift of prophecy works it's yeah. it's a special information mm. from god you know yeah. and so yeah listening to the holy spirit letting the spirit remind you of the word you know as you're talking to people and fill mm-hmm. your head with truths so it is a it's an exciting thing when you start thinking about, okay, this is what leadership is. It's this like, it's this partnership with yeah. God. It's this Holy spirit empowered led influence on people around me. Mm-hmm. Well, just knowing how much we wanted to cover in this first episode and knowing that we got through maybe half of it, <laughs> I think your guess of four episodes, uh, wasn't too far off. Um, and I think you'll probably win. The price is right. Uh, so we are going to wrap up this first episode. Um, I hope, yeah, that has been said, I hope this gets you excited about understanding this um, just personal discipline of what leadership might look like in your life. Uh, and we'll continue this conversation next week. We'll talk to you then. See ya.